0: and welcome back to the yankee nation podcast today's march 1st wednesday and we got spring training baseball to talk about um you know the kids are looking good the some of the big boppers are making their spring debuts today and uh looking forward to that um got some pitch clock impressions to talk about but, but uh before we get into all that brian out in san diego is is that where you are, are? You just in a different place in your house today? Just a uh, different
1: place in the house yeah. today.
0: Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Ryan, how are you doing?
1: <clears throat> doing well. Doing well. And you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's going to be a different year when it actually snows in Los Angeles. So um, <laughs> that was actually yeah. part of last week's activity. But the uh, the uh, the rains and the high winds and the cold temperatures continue out here. But <clears throat> you know, it's um, it's also um, giving you a little update on, uh, my, uh, so my Achilles, my pickleball days are going to be over for about a year, but the, uh, the doctor assures me I'll be back in the game, uh, about approximately one year from now. We did avoid surgery, even though the tendon, the Achilles tendon is ruptured. Um, we, uh, are going to avoid surgery and just take the long road of healing and, and letting it, uh, grow itself back together. So, um, that's uh kind of where it's at right now <clears throat> got a cast uh on it yesterday uh with the toes pointed down so that they can start putting those two ends of the killings back together again um but it was great to watch you know I, I, while i've been laid up got a chance to see three of the yankee games which was awesome
0: yeah and uh of course good news to avo- avoid surgery as always that's yeah. always a last resort whether you are a baseball player or you are it a, a just an, just a, a normal person like the rest of
1: us. Yeah. The, um, the, the doc had a funny comment yesterday. He goes, uh, he goes, you're not the athlete you used to be. So we're not going to go in and plan on the surgery to try to recover you there. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. wow, doc, thanks for making me feel good. So, no. Yeah. They were well, pretty good. Yep. Well, I'd you
0: and have... D.J. LeMahieu avoided surgery.
1: That's so, right. That, so there that's
0: so two for two there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think we I think a good place to start off is with the uh the kids, namely uh Anthony Volpe and Jason Dominguez. So yeah. Jason Dominguez hits a uh just a, a moonshot
1: in the first game yeah. against the Phillies. Um and then I out believe of he the works. Park. Yeah. It w- it was out of the park, over the fans and out of the park. So
0: yeah, I believe he uh he, he might have worked a walk uh, later in the game as well. He's he's just mm-hmm. been putting up good at-bats. I watched yep. both, I watched his at-bats against the uh, Tigers the other night. Um, you know, he had a line drive single up the middle, and then he walked yep. later, and he scored both times, which was uh, good to see. Um, yeah, and I, I haven't seen much of him in the outfield, but, I, I mean, Yankee fans have been saying, hey, give, give him a look in left field to start the year, yeah. uh, which I doubt, who, I doubt they will do, but... Uh, you know, if he if he plays really well in spring and carries that over to Double A, maybe you can see kind of a uh, a quick call up to Triple A if he, uh, he he looks ready. So, um, and then speaking of Anthony Volpe, he uh, uh, the Yankees had a uh, split squad day yep. on Sunday, and uh, Volpe was with the team in Toron- Toronto uh, and Dunedin against Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> against
1: Toronto and Dunedin. Toronto. Yeah.
0: Daniegan and, and um, yeah, he had a couple hits and then he it was. Uh, uh, I I guess I didn't realize how fast he was. I mean, he had fifty stolen bases or something last year. And yep. I, when you look back, it's oh, it makes sense. And when when he steals second, and then and then everyone's like, oh my god, this is going to be awesome. He's so, he's so he's so fast he, on the base pass, and you know, looks he like stole he's it on a, he good. Stole
1: with, it on a pitch out. They actually yeah. anticipated him running. And they threw yeah. a pitch out and he's still beat it.
0: Pitch outs are gonna be coming back, by the way. Yeah. The new rules. We you don't yep. see him very much. Um yeah, yep. haven't seen him very much in the last few years, but yep. yeah, he's still second and then he still third, basically.
1: Yep. Basically had a running had a running lead, caught the pitcher, not even looking at him. And mm-hmm. uh and again, yeah, just, just was able to and, and, and of course then came home on a on a on a later play mm-hmm. in the game in the inning. But he was, and his bat has looked good, too. And You know, I mean, uh, plus he, he had a flawless game against Detroit at second base. Um, he's, been, he's played short. He's played short. He are out a
0: runner at home in, in the Detroit yep. game. Yep. So he did ground into two double plays in that game. But, <laughs> so, but yep. that I mean, hey, he had a good offensive game against uh, Toronto. So can't be too mad about that. I, th- I think he, yep. well, he had a single and then he stole the two bases. And I think he had a double in that Toronto game as well. Or or something like I know he had one where he yeah. he drove it the opposite way, which uh, yep. was good to see. Um, yep. Yeah, and uh,
1: yeah. so it's been good to see the kids play and stuff. And of course, uh, uh, our our most veteran of them of them all, uh, you know, Oswaldo uh, Cabrera. You know, he's 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 had some solid at bats and some solid looks. At he made too. a nice play at third base too, and. Yeah. Uh, the, the Detroit yep. game he
0: did he did yep. boot one of those balls but I, I mean that was a hot shot so, yeah. as well so um kind of tough asked for him to get both of them <laughs> the yep. fact that he yep. made that second play is uh is a good sign yep. um yeah so I uh, I'm excited to watch the kids where it looks like we're going to see a lot of the um uh, like Judge Rizzo Stanton like almost a starting lineup today yeah in, in the lineup. Um, and then we'll see who goes in later in the game.
1: Um, yeah, so that's yep. kind of like Torres, the kids recap. Yep. Yeah, and, Torres. And, and Torres has been playing just about every game, and um, they've. I, I, I find that interesting. If, but I guess they're trying to get as much look at him until he heads to Venezuela for the World Baseball Classic. So yeah, that,
0: he's kind of on a quicker ramp up. I would yep. think. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, kind of makes sense for him. I, I, I forgot he's going with the. Uh, with Venezuela as well on the yep. Yep. baseball classic he's they said he's going to be playing second base in DH so it's going to be interesting how they handle him
1: in l 2 right um so that'll be yep. something to keep an eye on um yeah. but he's looked good too he's had some really good hits a nice opposite field home run yeah and, he uh, had that home run in the Phillies game yep that was Yep. good to see um
0: yeah and it's kind of a Kind of a good, good place to uh, just throw this in there uh, because we just rehabbed the kids and then, you know, throwback to 2021 with uh, just just to think about where Ironfield was at that time. Uh, Runet Odor just signed with the Padres, so um, that, that's a bit of a throwback. He was on the the Orioles last year, but of course he was on the 2021 Yankees, and yeah, I I think it just shows...
1: Signing on with the Padres, boy, that's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough roster to crack. They've yeah. got they've got a lot of talent there, and of course they've got Tatis Junior coming back now, and that's going to leave Kim as the rover. So yeah, um, so I don't. You know, good luck, Rudnick. But, but yeah. he's, he's a good. Should have signed with the Dodgers guy.
0: maybe because of uh, the Gavin yeah. Lux injury. Exactly. He's in the infield. They they got um, Miguel Rojas is probably going to be taking over shortstop for them. But, okay, yeah, but. Not sure what the rest of their infield situation is like. Um, Yeah, so Luis Severino pitched his first game uh, against the the Tigers, and he got he kind of got knocked around. But he also did got get knocked around a bit last year, which kind of I mean, I'm not really concerned about spring training for performance
1: for established guys, especially. Yeah, in an in-game interview with uh, uh, Merrill Marakovitch. He basically just said he was playing around with a pitch and it wasn't working out for him. And, yeah. Um, makes so sense. That's what you do in he's, so he's trying to, he's trying to do his thing, but you know, hey, okay, Detroit spotted Detroit a three, nothing lead, which the Yankees came back from and just knocked you know, knocked them around after that.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, another pitcher who's going to make his, uh, first appearance, I believe, well, Domingo Herman is pitching today. Yep. And, uh, I, I believe I saw the plan is to have Carlos Rodon make his spring debut on Sunday, which is a road game against the Braves. So, um, Yankees haven't announced any, any of the other guys. Uh, they said that's the plan. It could change. Um, of course, it's spring training, so it's not the hugest deal. Right. So, um, yeah, I'll be excited to see Rodon if that, hopefully, that game is on TV at, in some form. I know it won't be on yes. Cause it's a road game. So,
1: you know, MLB has been carrying them. So if you get them, yeah. I don't know they, they're doing regional cast, but the early games, cause if the Yankees are playing the early game, actually the, the six thirty start the other day, they played, but, uh, I mean, that's why I've been able to catch them there. So mm-hmm. that's been the best. They,
0: they usually play every spring training game, but not always live. So like they, they might play it later in the day or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: It'll be good yeah. to see him pitch, though. Got to see what he's got, you know, and, and see some of that attitude. Although he's, you know, the early the early go here is really a tough part. So,
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we've had the debut of the the pitch clock rule. So I, I just want to get your first impressions on it.
1: So um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be great. And, it, and it, it already has sped up games. I mean, you, you're getting a lot of games in the two-and-a-half-hour range right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's been fun. I, I I absolutely thought it was atrocious that the umpire in in the in the, uh, the one game the Braves game um, on day one uh, basically ended the game in a tie because he called the batter hadn't the batter while in the box had not been looking at the pitcher. Yeah,
0: I, that's um, crazy.
1: If you're in the box, I, you should let him roll. So I, that's what I think. But
0: yeah, I, I think uh, I think they're being extra strict on it on early on, I think you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, but I would hope, I think there's some wiggle room here where like, Hey, if you add two more seconds, that's like the sweet spot. I think, I think they should be able to make tweaks to it throughout the season and kind of perfect it. And yeah. also if the batter is ready at 7.5, per, five seconds left in like a ninth inning base loaded base bases loaded situation. Um, let the let them throw the pitch uh that's probably the best thing the best thing to do in that situation absolutely um, know the moment
1: know the moment know where you are know what the moments are and let them roll yeah and i you know i think they'll be extra extra sensitive and, and acute about it here in the um spring training and they'll back off a little bit in, in the regular season yeah so we'll, it's all about.
0: It's all about adjusting for now. Yes. Um, and and Eric <laughs> Judge even came out said he had a quote or saying it's like, hey, the, the shot clock in basketball they had to adjust to that too. They couldn't just dribble around for five minutes. They had to, they had to adjust to that. And you know, shot clock is essential in basketball.
1: So oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but Granted yeah, like that, I did. But you, you have a two phase in the shot clock in basketball. You have Mm -hmm. to get it over the midline in 10 seconds and then you have the rest of the time to shoot
0: yep yeah and um you know i I was a bit concerned about like the uh about just it feeling rushed in general but it doesn't feel rushed when you're watching i i don't think um i
1: I wonder what what you think from watching the games but uh I, i think it's i don't think it's rushed at all i think it actually is great i think the pitchers are a little ready. And as a matter of fact, you've already had two or three pitch comment that um, they're like, if there's a runner on second, because the clock is in center field, they'll keep looking at the runner on second and delay a little longer and get the batter antsy, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and deliver it, deliver it, you know, uh, on their time. And even though it's just a 15 second clock, so I think that's great already. Yeah. Some of the folks are starting to, starting to uh, get coy with it and use it, use it a little differently and stuff. Um, but it's interesting. You have a you have a list of Yankees that could have a little bit of a challenge with it. Yeah. So uh,
0: this is based on like time to throw with bases empty. Um, these are the five guys on the Yankees roster who have an average time to throw of more than fifteen seconds. So these are the guys who would need to make an adjustment. Some of them won't need to make a big adjustment because it's like fifteen point two seconds is their average, basically. And um, so many of these guys are 15 point whatever. Um, but the first guy is Greg Weissert. Um, I wonder if a lot of this is like due to him having first start or like debut nerves, like first Hmm. in the big league nerves, you know, taking a lot of time between pitches that that could probably be playing into it. Um, yeah. Also, also forgot. I I, kind of forgot about him over the off season, but, uh, I'm kind of interested to see if he'll have a role in the team this year. I if think he will break camp with the team.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to break camp with the team. I think he's. I mean, he earned it. I mean, he was the you know uh, minor league pitcher of the year last year. Um, you know, and and even though he had that auspicious debut back in the uh, back last year with the Yankees when he uh, yeah. really couldn't get anybody out and was hitting people, I think I think he'll be good. And you know, it kind of kind of when you look at it though, Weissert, I mean, he should be used to the pitch clock because he's it's, it's been yeah. in the minor leagues now for what, two years at least. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, his, his average time to throw with the base is empty is 15.2. And, yeah. uh, obviously the rule is 15, 15 seconds with yep. the base is empty. Yep. Um, I'm going to, let me try to pull, pull the full, uh, full yeah. list up for yeah. 20. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and anyway, I can't, I can't find it right now, but, um, yeah. I, I believe the I believe, I believe these first four like four of these five guys were throwing before the uh the limit um with with runners on before the 20 second limit right so like their only trouble is with bases empty right uh, for the most part yep. so second guy on the list is um is Tommy Canley, uh 15.3 seconds um so just a little bit um, just a little bit uh slower uh huh. than Weissert there, um, you know yeah. I, I don't think it'll be a huge problem for Tommy to adjust. Um, yeah. Michael King is also on the list. That's the third guy, fifteen point five, uh seconds, and then we got Clay Holmes at fifteen point eight seconds. And then by far the slowest is Jonathan, the wise And when you think about it, it makes sense. You know, yeah. he's doing the squat and yeah. he, he's, uh, he's at the end of the games and high
1: leverage and all this,
0: uh, everything.
1: So, and, and, uh, and there aren't too many times unless he's starting in inning where he's going to come in without a guy on. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, it's going to be interesting to see whether they can make the adjustment or not. So,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah and as, as I said I, I believe one of these guys have uh have a uh, sl- uh, uh have slower deliveries than the 20-second limit um yeah. for hmm. with runners on. I, I I actually didn't know that that was uh the rule was
1: was uh, oh, that Oh they were going to add five. 20 second, yeah, they were yeah. going to add 5 with the runners on, but I think yeah. it's a good idea. <laughs> um, it's a good idea too cuz you got to check the runners you you're doing a few extra steps while you know at, on the from the pitcher's mound um yeah. yeah but I do um, like it and I think it's going to be interesting too is that the batters have to be in the box by the eight by the eight second rule right so um eight with eight to go they've got to be in and ready to go
0: yeah I I've, I've been seeing people joke that it's a hitter's clock <laughs>
1: so, um yeah
0: which it kind of is if like the pitchers are doing their job then it's really on the onus of the hitters to be ready by eight seconds
1: and think about some of these guys that have that step out after every pitch, and they have a routine where they tighten their gloves and they do all this other stuff and everything. One of the guys that comes to mind for me um, from the old days uh, is Nomar Garciaparra. I don't know oh, if yeah. you ever remember seeing Nomar. Every pitch, I mean, it would be flip glove, flip glove, do this, do that, everything like that. It was just he would do like like about twenty different uh, machinations before he stepped back into the box. And the first thing he does when he sits back into the box is hold his hand up like, ump, I need time still, you know, <laughs> you Yeah, know? <laughs> and, and, uh, I can see, I can see that's going to be, that's going to be kind of interesting. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think uh, a guy that has to probably adjust a little bit is Josh Donaldson as a batter. Uh, um, oh, yeah. cause he steps out every time and he goes, I guess thrown
0: time. out one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <just> say. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so okay. I found the list of the uh, for for twenty seconds here. So okay, for Weiser he his average time to throw with runners on is eighteen. Okay, and then uh, Kainley is a guy who is over twenty seconds with twenty point three. Okay, and then you got Michael King cutting it close with nineteen point seven seconds yep. time to throw uh, with bases occupied, and then you got Clay Holmes at nineteen point two. And then Loaiza is also over twenty, at yeah. uh twenty point four. So okay. Loaiza so, and Cainley are the big, the biggest guys to watch for, I, I would guess from from this yeah. list. And interestingly enough, the only other guy who has a uh, uh, time to throw uh, longer than twenty seconds with bases uh, with, with bases occupied is Frankie yep. Montas. Uh, so i don't think we're gonna to have to worry about that not right now yeah <laughs> he, he obviously he got surgery and uh he's uh, august august yeah. is
1: like his earliest return i think um, yeah like and that.
0: like who knows if he's gonna be even if the yankees could even trust him when he gets back he's gonna to have to pitch like lights yeah. out basically um
1: but you know when you think about that list and you go through it lawaska is very consistent okay you know we had 19 point, 19.8 on the 15 second clock and then just a little over 20. So yeah. he's, he's got a routine that just keeps going, you know, that stays the same, no matter what's happening on the mound.
0: Yeah. And, and one of the interesting names on this list I see is, uh, is Nestor Cortez because he has the, the fastest time to pitch yep. with the bases empty at uh, nine seconds, uh, yep. not in, out of the starters. Ryan Weber has a faster time to pitch at 8.7. Uh-huh. So, um, if he gets time, he's if he gets major league time this year, which, I mean, hey, he was up and down, up and down last year. So um, yeah. uh, it would be interesting to see. Um, but, yeah, it makes sense why you like watching Nestor Cortez pitch so much because he 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 just he, – give me the ball, I'll throw it, you know.
1: <laughs> you, know you know what else you're going to see more of, too, because there was another clock that changed, and that was the clock in between inning changes. Um, oh yeah, changeovers. That's only two hour, two minutes and fifteen seconds now. So you're going to see two things happen as a result of that. What is the, that that forces the game to be quicker? It reduces the amount of uh, breaks that the television can go do uh, and stuff. And but it's going to make those those uh, annoying commercials while the game is going on more prevalent as well. Yeah, so, that, they're going to have to do that. Like, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. So they go split screen, and uh, you know you're trying, you, you 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 know you you're hoping your TV is big enough to still be able to watch the game as it happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> Hopefully
0: they do it when the yeah. batter's walking to the batter's
1: box or something like that. Yeah, so, something like that. But, yeah, uh, but um, yeah, interesting changes. I think it's going to be good. What do you think? Uh, do you think the bases has anything to do with the, the increased size of the bases? Anything to do with Volpe? Um, I'm not what? sure. I, I mean, he stole 50 bags last year. Yeah. So like,
0: yeah. I don't think like it, the, the bases weren't the difference in between him yeah. stealing those bags or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that the running game is going to make a comeback this year. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how the Yankees can take advantage of that. Hopefully Harrison Bader has a high on base percentage because he can, yeah, really wreak havoc on the base pass, and um, uh, I'll be interested to see because like the Yankees did run last year, like the yep. you, you you would see Rizzo go a lot, like yep. uh, really uh, for a good a, a good amount of the time you'd see him him run, and some of the times you'd be like, hey man, like <laughs> uh, I like that you go, I like that he did go for it at times, but sometimes it's like, hey, don't yeah. take the bat of Aaron Judge's right. hands or right. Judge Carlos right. Stanton's hands. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, one more yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would expect the Yankees to be an aggressive base pass team. Um, I yep. think Peraza could be a guy who could, uh,
1: potentially be aggressive on the, on the base pass as well. Um, they, they pulled a double steal against Detroit. And, um, of yeah. course, you know, the, uh, the cat Detroit catcher threw it into right field, but, um, or right center, but, um, yeah, they, they're they're they they're already showing that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna play differently and play 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 aggressively. Not play differently, but play aggressively. Um, okay, last of the last of the rules changes that we haven't talked about yet is the uh, the the uh, infield and the shift limitations. So, oh yeah, uh, I think I think we're seeing better better hitting now too, and, and we're seeing more offense as a result.
0: Well, I, I saw. Gleyber Torres hit some ground ball singles up the middle and yeah. in a couple games. And Aaron judge specifically meant it, uh, mentioned it in, uh, his interview with yes network. And did you see that by the way, where Meredith wasn't there and they basically just handed judge a mic. And he yeah. was like, <laughs> it's like uh, good to have everyone here. Uh, this is tough. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. that was funny, but yeah, no, just, I, I am excited to do a little
1: everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I am excited for the the shift ban. Um, yep. Obviously, people are going to still be up the middle. Uh, yep. I believe that's the limitation there. Yeah, and uh, but the the four outfielders stuff is the thing that I, I'm really excited to get rid of because the Yankees were affected by by that yep. a lot last year, um, especially Rizzo. Um, you know, he would hit a yep. line drive to right center, and it's right out an outfielder who's
1: standing right there. Um, softball, softball rule has been removed. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, so I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I think it'll, I, I don't know if it'll like greatly in- increase people's numbers, but I think it'll just increase the watchability of the game. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think it'll be that combined with the bigger bases and, and, and more running. I think yeah. it'll be more exciting. Um, I, I think it'll be good. Um, yeah. yeah. And and hopefully hopefully the hopefully MLB has some flexibility with these rules where they can like kind of tweak stuff in the middle of the season. And of course when the when the new CBA was ratified last year, they have this thing where like I think they have like a thirty to forty day period where they can implement a new rule. Um, yep. it's not they don't have to wait for the next season. So mm-hmm. they can make tweaks here in there when, uh, when they can or where, where they see it's needed. Right. So um, hopefully they're willing to do that. Um, something you did, you you did talk about Josh Donaldson. We mentioned him getting thrown out <laughs> potentially <laughs> after the violation. Um, I did see a comment from Evan Longoria on that Braves game. Um, yeah. Uh, that Braves clip talking about, yep. Hey, this is supposed to be a pitcher clock. Why don't you just, let the pitcher throw if uh the, if the batter's in the box which like yeah part of me is like i get it and then part of me is also like hey you can't take complete responsibility away from the hitters for to you know to oh, for being ready to go. Through, for being ready right. to go as well so yeah. um my thing is like uh at the end of the day you're not going to cover you're not going to care about this braves red sox spring training right. game at the end right. of the year um right. If it happens in the regular season, then
1: oh, yeah. by all I'll means. Do. All all hell will break loose then. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but again, it's just bringing attention to the rule and stuff. And I don't know if that umpire actually realized he was ending the game either. You know? Um, yeah. That's got to be a mutual decision on the teams, not to, not to play beyond the nine.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think – I I don't think anyone's playing extra innings anymore in, in spring. No, I, I mean no. – I remember back when Girardi was manager, they would be like sometimes they would go ten, yeah. But after that, they wouldn't.
1: They wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you get to see more guys. It's a potential to see put more guys in and get to see them and stuff. But you know, yeah, uh, I don't know how many guys want to. Then, then again, you get to practice the the uh, ghost runner on second base rule. So, yeah, <laughs> the new permanent rule.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, they got plenty of practice of that one. So I know, yeah, <laughs> the know last couple of years, yeah. um, yeah. So those are the kind of rules. Ch- Baseball's going to be a lot different this year. It's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see how it plays out. Um, yeah. So
1: yeah. And, and I think, I think the games are going to be greatly reduced in time and, uh, you'll still have a three hour game, but that's because the offenses are kicking it. You yeah, that's not, not not because of the people stalling everywhere.
0: Yeah, and I believe there have been some games where they're high scoring, but it's still been like two and a half hours. So you'll get like an an eight to six game where it's still yeah, it's still two and a half yeah. hours. I mean, I looked up at the uh, uh that that Tigers game on Monday started at six thirty Eastern. Mm-hmm. I look up at eight thirty; it's like the eighth inning. Yeah, which is I, I mean hey, you're going to get more sleep with with these (laughs) games going on. Um,
1: You guys on the East Coast have to worry about that. For me, it's like, you know. West West Coast
0: swing will be much easier this year.
1: Yes, yes. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. So So we
1: mentioned Judge, Stanton, and Rizzo playing tonight. That should be a lot of fun to see that and see how long they play.
0: It's basically Um, the opening day lineup, except Higashioka's playing and not Trevino. Okay. Yeah. Lemay's playing, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Bader, Hicks, Higashioka,
1: IKF. Very nice. Except uh, for the, you'd like to see Peraza there. But. I would like to see Peraza, <laughs> but yeah. you know what? IKF, I, <clears throat> you know, I, I. By the way, I thought it was, I thought it was so fun that Boone made him the very first at bat of spring training oh yeah you know and put him as a starter in the very first game that way and and, and
0: first pitch ground ball the shortstop <laughs> <laughs> we're back <laughs>
1: yeah we're back <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is back. that's how, that's the official declaration that baseball is back yes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah. Uh, i'm excited to see that like basically The full lineup today yeah um, that be this afternoon um should be fun yeah and uh you you already did answer this question before we started recording Yeah, but i was wrong
1: i was wrong but yeah
0: so uh i'll ask the listeners how many years do you think aaron hicks has been a yankee and i'll I'll give you yeah okay Okay. now now you've had your chance (laughs) yeah you've had your chance to answer um that he's going and into said, his. So yeah.
1: I said seven years because I knew had, I and and I was wrong. He's been around longer than that. Yeah, he's his, his eighth year.
0: year. What wow. is he the longest tenured Yankee? Uh, I I think he has to be. Like yeah. who was on the twenty sixth? Aaron Judge wasn't on the twenty sixteen team until August, basically
1: when they. Uh, yeah, Aaron. You're right. Aaron Judge came in the uh, summer of uh, the twenty sixteen season, right? So, uh
0: yeah, he was called up in August basically. Yeah. So um, he,
1: yeah, would he be? Um, any pitchers that have been there that long?
0: Nope. I don't think so. Um, if Brett Gardner was reciting, recently- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brett <laughs> uh, still hasn't retired. Nope. Still hasn't officially retired. But
1: we are looking for that. Where's Brett Gardner citing? Citing. So we've we've you know somebody yeah. out there has let us know.
0: He's hanging out with Jacoby
1: Ellsbury. We're trying to find both of them. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think he might be the longest tenured, longest tenured Yankee. But but he also it's been it's been uh, he had very honest comments right to say about you know how last year went for him and, and of course we yeah his 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 famed or infamous you know last thing was dropping that fly ball that was on the line in left field and then just staring at the stands and looking, being dejected about himself and not realizing two guys were scoring. So. Yeah.
0: um, Yeah. That was not a good look. Uh, No. You know, he, uh, he he said, he basically said, he came out and said in an interview that baseball wasn't fun last season. And, uh, you know, he, he did give the Yankees some good, good, uh, Good time in like yeah, like June, July, maybe, maybe because uh, when he moved over to left full time, he he yeah. gave the Yankees some good good ball. Um, you know, he's like, it, it's funny the Astros are like they they view him as like one of the guys who can hurt them because you know he had that that home run off Verlander There's, in 2019, yeah. and then he hit that three run home run to tie the game last year. Yeah, the Yankees eventually eventually won. Um, but yeah, he he. He kind of had this mindset last year as well I, I think he has like the right mindset, but I mean it's just can he put it together uh maybe maybe the second year after the the wrist surgery will help him uh, I don't know
1: yeah I, know, I'm not it's, a, yeah it's 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 definitely a a grind of a season, and they always figure out ways to you know lighten up a little bit and change change up things a little and stuff. But you know he had laid out that whole spring training last year. He lays out, you know, that he's looking for a thirty thirty season. Yeah. And um, and you know he finished so far from it that he was getting dejected early on in the season, and then it became no fun. So. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but you got it. You have to keep your head in the game, and yeah, and that's that's the key. So.
0: Yeah, the thing with Hicks is like. I I don't believe he's as bad as, like, the people. Like, I understand why people don't like him, but I don't believe he's, like, the worst player ever, and he's not going to tank the Yankees' season by playing for a couple months, you know? Yeah. And and if he's not playing well, the Yankees have options to put in left field. The Yankees have Oswaldo Cabrera that they can put out there. They have... Even Aaron Judge that they, they have hinted at putting out there at some sometimes this season. What yeah. they're trying to with trying to get Giancarlo Stanton in right field.
1: Um remember so. when remember when Hicks threw that runner out from center field with a one hundred and six mile an hour ball coming in? Oh yeah. yeah. that was that was pre injury, right? And and stuff. I
0: think that was left field. He he set like the the record. Yeah, that was, was his first left? year. That was his first year with the. As, Yankee. It was in yeah, like something. April. Yeah, he was at. He was almost at the warning track in left field, and he threw out the the runner at yep. home. That was yep. pre surgery. He had some good. Um, there was a stretch last year where he was. It looked like the arm was back, and he was in left mm. field. Um, mm. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he can at least have that.
1: Um, uh, in left field, <clears throat> yeah, you know, you know the, the the challenge for him is that he had pulled a. Poor offense and a poor defense year last year. You know, he he didn't he didn't he let he let the he let his whole offensive game affect how he played defense as well. And yeah. that was a challenge. And then that's that's when, you know, Yankee fans are very astute and very smart about the game and stuff. And very opinionated, of course. You know, so <laughs> you know, I mean nobody's gonna let him get away with any of that stuff that, that happens out there. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Another, another piece of news we have, um, is Ben Rortved, uh, he has an, he had an aneurysm on his
1: shoulder, I believe,
0: you know, they finally figured out
1: what, yeah, they finally figured out what was causing the, the numbness in his fingers finger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he had the operation
1: and it says he's about a month away from trying to do baseball activity.
0: Yeah. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we we wish him well, but he, he I have not seen him in a Yankee uniform yet. Uh,
1: it's, like, <laughs> it's going to be whether this
0: guy exists or not.
1: That's that's, he, that's he's crazy. on his, He's yeah, he's on his way to a uh, trivia question of you know, who was the third guy in the trade that brought Josh Donaldson and IKF over to the Yankees. You know? Yeah, because he hasn't played a game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they, they they got it. They got
0: Jose Trevino because he, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he got hurt last year too. Yep. Mhm.
1: Thank you. They for that, ca- He came over hurt.
0: Yeah. Last year. Yep. He that had an oblique thing.
1: challenge. He had an oblique challenge when he when he was traded over, and then um, but apparently he showed up at spring training looking super buff and uh, you know looking oh, yeah. like he, he had been ready, but then had trouble with the and and the you know I meant I told you early before we went on the air here. Um, it's a very similar injury, a very similar situation to what David Cohn had happened when he became a, when he was a Yankee, um, yep. he had a season where he had an aneurysm underneath his arm, uh, his pitching arm and stuff. And that kept him from getting a good feel for the ball and stuff. And once they fixed it, you know, he was, he was again, lights out kind of guy. As a matter of fact, I believe his perfect game came after the aneurysm had been solved. So,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: I remember hearing
0: about that. I forget which yeah. year, year yeah. specifically it was, but um, yeah. yeah. So we got some around the league type of news here before we get to history. Mm-hmm. Um, touch. We touched on Machado saying that he was going to opt out at the end yep. of the season, and promptly the Padres gave him back. So um, eleven, eleven not years. Too, not too surprising with the yeah. way that they've been operating. Absolutely. I'm, I mean. Imagine the money they're going to throw at Otani this offseason. Who knows yep. if they're going to get him? Who, imagine what they're going to throw at Soto
1: in two years. They're, they might have, yeah. yeah, they're good, they're, man. They already have three of the top, top paid, top, top paid uh, players in the in the top 10, I think. Um, and of course, you know, Machado was with 11 years, uh, $350 million on this deal, which includes this year. So they've, they basically have readjusted him for the rest of his career. And, um, and stuff, but yeah, between him and of course, Bogarts now, and, um, uh, Tatis, I guess they signed to a lifetime deal. Um,
0: we'll see what happens. It's going to be apparent. Yeah. There's these, these small market owners that are making comments about the project. It's like, Oh, they spend all this money. They haven't won anything. It's like, yeah. but meanwhile, the small market owners, it's not about winning for them. No. It's about saving money. So now it's They're, about winning when when yeah. someone else spends money.
1: Like. Yeah, don't get me started on this whole yeah. new committee yeah. that's been formed to talk about, you know, trying to figure out the the, 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 the dollars in the situation. You know, everybody raised when Steve Cohen with, took you know, got the Mets and he's I mean his he's gonna blast through almost four hundred mil on yeah. the roster and um and stuff. So yeah, stop guys. Put a competitive team on the field. Do what the do what the Tampa yeah. Bay Rays have done. So if you
0: if you if you invest in your team, people are going to show up and you're going to make money. That's mm-hmm. what that's what that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's not just buying players. You know, that's investing no. in your minor leagues. And yep, development. So. Yeah, quite honestly, I can go thirty minutes on that.
1: But... Oh yeah, well, and, and Steve Cohen said that he says I'm paying big bucks now, but with the biggest thing we're trying to work on is getting our minor league system to where I can have a to where where we can have a a, a pipeline. Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah. good on him. Um, yeah, so we also <laughs> speaking of a small market team, the <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates, they offered Brian Reynolds eighty million. I believe this has been. That has been said before, but uh, over the last week, they said uh, Brian Reynolds counted with a uh, 134 million dollar uh, offer. Basically, same years, so, same years, or uh, uh, I don't think the years were uh, specified. So, yeah, um, but or the total money. I mean, they're basically they're they're basically 50 million apart. So yeah, uh,
1: well the Brian the Brian Reynolds watch continues. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna we We don't want to pay that. you, but
0: we also don't want to move you.
1: So yeah,
0: <laughs> and he he came into spring training and his locker. He's like, yeah, the uh, the trade request still stands. He's like openly yeah. talking about it. So yeah. that's it's just a bizarre situation. Um, yeah. Then we got our in division news. We got uh uh some some Rays injury news. Tyler Glass now, who's going to be their number two behind McClanahan. The Rays were hoping to have a uh, normal starting five this year. Um, yeah, but uh, then they, uh, they they got the news the other day that Tyler Glasnow hurt his oblique during uh, th- during the live BP session, and he yeah. uh, he got an MRI, and it's a grade two strain. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. So, um, and obliques can be tricky, as Yankee fans know from uh, Aaron yep. Judge in 2019. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be anything. He's going to be. It's not an easy recovery plan. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> so you know, it was fun. I got a chance to watch the uh, Blue Jays and the uh, and the Yankees play uh, their 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 split squad game. Of course, the same game that Volpe had. a really, you know, that, that did well. Yeah, um, and uh, it was fun to watch because you know the the, the uh, Blue Jays threw out the majority of their 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 uh, starting opening day lineup in that mm-hmm. game. And the Yankees, the Yankees took it to them a little bit. It was nice to see, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forget who started that game, but I, I think
0: they. I mean, the first pitcher or two they performed well, and then there was one guy who came in and gave up like five runs. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I forget. Uh, I forget the, the names, but uh, I, I'm gonna. I'll pull it up yeah. right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so the Yankees had. Oh, bur- they had uh, burrito pitch. Yeah, burrito, pitch, Johnny yeah. Burrito. Yeah, who is some? As some people want him as a
1: fifth starter potentially, which uh,
0: be interesting. Still very young,
1: still still interesting. Uh, yeah, to, you know, got to, I think yeah. he's like gonna be like 22, 23 this year. So. Yeah, yeah, he's like the guy after
0: probably Schmidt and Herman. Then. Yeah, yeah, would be next up if it gets to that, and hopefully he doesn't. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: um, uh, ready for history. Ready. OK, All right. so I'm going to go in uh, chronological order. OK, yeah. All right. Uh, f- first off, uh, 1958. Uh, Fame podcaster, Brian O'Donnell, was born. By yeah. the way, it's my it's my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll get that one out of the way. But in 69. OK, and this was a I remember this was a heart wrenching moment for me. Um, Mickey Mantle announced his retirement from baseball and he basically showed up for spring training. Um, he went through some of the spring training very, very briefly, you know, because we're only entering into March now, and back then they they uh, they didn't. even I don't think they showed up until late February for the most part. Um, so it's about the same as it is this year, but the games wouldn't start until April. But um, yeah, he then just announced that uh, it, it's tough from the to swing of bat anymore and, uh, and and be relevant. And at the time he retired, he was third in the home runs in the home run derbies, um, obviously behind Babe Ruth. And uh, and Hank Aaron, so uh, so it'd been Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth, and then he was at 530, he finished with 536 home runs. Um, so the Mick, the Mick, uh, called it quits on this date in '69. Also, on this date, but in 1993, George Steinbrenner had his lifetime ban reduced to two and a half years and was able to return to the Yankees to, to be the managing partner for the Yankees uh, at that point. And, of course, why was he banned? <clears throat> well, he had hired a conspirator, uh, a guy who was a known conspirator and a known gambler, Howie Spira, to dig up dirt on Dave Winfield. And I don't know how many Yankee fans today understand the the feud that took place between George Steinbrenner and Dave Winfield when Dave Winfield was a Yankee. And, uh, and of course, Dave Winfield finished his one contract, and he was like, I'm done here uh, type of thing. So. But of course, he's a Hall of Famer, and uh, and, he, and he was really good. He played for the Padres, played for the Yankees, played for the Toronto Blue Jays, I believe, and uh, and stuff. But uh, yep, Steinbrenner came back, which in 1993 was good for the Yankees because by that time George Stick Michael had really started to lay the framework for a really good minor league system, and had a lot of young kids. And we saw the kids three years later. We see. You know, Derek Jeter come up at this time. Bernie Williams was already playing. They had already, um, I think they had they had actually already made the deal for uh, um, for uh, Paul O'Neill and brought him over, and uh, and they started building that team that became uh, the dynasty. So yeah,
0: so. yeah, so not a light history week this week. Uh, yeah. you no, know, we've yeah. had a uh, we, we we've had some of those over the off, off season, but you know. Spring is here. Spring training's here. I don't know about spring. We just had snow <laughs> up here. So. But uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, so spring training games are started. We're excited about that. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week recap, recapping even more games that have happened. Um, so with that, thank you for listening. Tune back
1: in next week, and let's go Yankees.